somebody is, okay, yeah, you've been traveling for a while. I can see you've been traveling for a few years. And you're thinking of giving up your U.S. citizenship. So it's a particularly U.S. question. Now, and again, we at HGJ.tax, if you go to forward slash events, we do live streams every week. And there are live streams particularly dealing with U.S. exposed clients. And just like we have live streams that particularly focus on Indonesia or Australia or Portugal or Spain or whatever. So this is something we we'll probably get into in the U.S. one, but just generally speaking. If you, you can give up your U.S. passport or green card if you are green card holders. You can give up your U.S. tax status, right? First of all, you need to have another, assuming you're a citizen, right? You need to have another citizenship lined up. And you need to make sure that the last five years of your tax returns are in order. So, you know, I know you've been traveling already. So, you know, make sure all your worldwide income has been properly reported. The companies that you've been working with or through or have been reported as well. The foreign bank accounts, any any other structures that you may have. Full disclosure, because with the U.S., it seems counterintuitive. You may think, hey, hey tax offices just want their money. Mm. The new goal isn't necessarily money. The new goal is information, as you're probably aware. So a lot of the tax reporting, particularly to the U.S., is geared around getting as much information as possible on, on you as a taxpayer. So, and, and we know this is super important because the penalties for not reporting certain investments or financial holdings are way more than the penalties for not paying some tax, right? It's, it's disproportional, civil and criminal penalties thrown in. So it's, it's, sometimes it can be pretty draconian. So we, that's how we know that's a clear message from the authorities that, Hey, information is what we're after. So make sure all those information returns are done for the last five years. So. I don't know, you didn't say where it is your resident, but you need to check for the US, nearest US embassy. You can probably make an appointment online. You go in, you uh, you know, you go to the relevant section and say, hey, I want to give up my US citizenship. They may ask, are you sure? You say yes. Some of them will deal with you on the spot. Some of them give you a cool enough period, go come back and take a second appointment. Especially before COVID, they used to do that a lot. Now they kind of deal with you on the spot once you get in, right? So you, you know, basically you get a, a CLN, a certificate of loss of nationality. And you, you sign up for your paperwork and it goes to DC. But it's whenever it's approved in DC, it's backdated to the date of which you signed it to the embassy. So that's that's your effective date, right? So that it's, it's for, that's a process from an immigration perspective. From a tax perspective, again, I said that you need to make sure you're clean and clear for the last five years. You may be subject to an exit tax. So how does the exit tax work? It, it's three ways in which it's triggered, but most people focus on two ways in which it's triggered, which will be if your net assets in excess of two million which gets to be pretty easy, right? You, you have a decent house and you probably have crossed 2 million. So it's a relatively low threshold, but it is what it is. So if it is, uh, that, that's one way, net assets. So you get to deduct your debt. So like mortgages and stuff, but net assets over 2 million. The other way is if your average tax bill for the past, uh, let's say three or five years has been more than a certain amount and that amount goes up with inflation. But let's say if it's more than $165,000, $170,000, your tax bill for the past few years, then you may want to look at that more carefully because it seems as if you may be a covered expat. Now, if you're not a covered expat, then, you know, you, you, you've seen, you've had an appointment at the embassy in October 27, 2022. You sign off all the documents. In 2023, when you go, when you go, when you're working with your tax team to do your 2022 returns, you'll do a dual status return. Dual status being uh, you hold two status for the year, for part of the year up until October, you were a U.S. person. And from the end of October to the end of December, you were not a U.S. person. So you filed a something called a dual status return together with a form of the 854, which I like to put as the goodbye return because that the, your way of communicating to the IRS, hey, 
this is my last return as a U.S. person. Uh, I'm out. So there's typically uh, no exit tax calculation if you were not a covered expat. If you were to be a covered expat, as explained earlier, there'll be an exit tax calculation, which assumes, you know, just, you know, keep it simple because it could be kind of nuanced because like the deferred tax liabilities. So if very, very simple. It assumes that you liquidate everything as of the date of your expatriation. And that gain, that capital gains, that deemed gains, that's going to be taxed at your capital gains rate. So that's basically how it works. So that's what you're looking at. If it is you want to give up your citizenship, of course, we would advise not just to jump in, get proper advice, get planning, because there may be some pre-expatriation planning, which can help you optimize your tax position before you make such a big decision. Hope that helps. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.